It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. So amidst the doom and gloom of the standard news cycle, a bright spot out of East London this past week, a family pet, a missing dog, Tucker, found, courtesy of a massive social media campaign, great help from the East London community, and the assistance of a genuine pet detective, Diane Logie, owner of Healthy Hound Missing Pet Search and Rescue. She's from Gauteng. She came to assist and she helped track Tucker. Diane, thank you for joining us on the Daily Dispatch in discussion today. Firstly, pet detective. When I hear that phrase, I think Jim Carrey, I think Ace Ventura. How did you get into this business? And is the genuine your day-to-day activity? You track down missing pets or is there more to it? Well, thank you for having me on the, the podcast. It's quite an honor. Um, so, uh, pet detective, it's a real thing. When I heard uh, about the word pet detective, I thought it's also Jim Carrey's pet um, adventure. But it's a real thing. In America, there are literally, there, there are so many pet detectives and it's an actual real career. I got involved with it uh, when I got a Dutch Shepherd named Zuzu. Uh, my vet told me to do it and I thought she was nuts. I thought uh, this is something out of a movie. And um, so it's my genuine everyday day to day. I left my corporate job and I'm now an everyday pet detective. I'm actually uh, on my way from the Tucker search to a search in Johannesburg for a missing Dutch Shepherd. So it's, it's a genuine thing. Um, I work seven days a week, 365 days a year, 24 seven. It, it's a genuine thing. Um, so yeah. How long have you been doing this for? And give us an idea of how you go about tracking down missing pets. So I've been doing this for three years. I was the the original in SA um, to do this. How do I go about it? So we take um, a superhero, um, one of our dogs, and we give them a, something to smell. So we give them a, a bed or a blanket or a collar of the pet. Then we then we sit back and have coffee. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we... We let the dogs uh, do the tracking. We hold on very tightly, and uh, if anyone's seen me working my boy Blob, they'll know I have to hold on very tightly because when he's got sick, um, Blob flies. Um, so uh, he makes Superman look slow on a, on a good day. So you literally just hold on, and we become, as the handlers, we become their translators. So, so we have the, the detective work comes into play where we get to um, translate the body language of our, our faithful canine partner. Then it's not only about the, the dogs. Um, quite often the dogs will give you clues and you've got to now change into detective mode and try and work them out. For example, with Tucker, on the Saturday night I saw Tucker, um, Axel found Tucker, and then we have to now try and catch uh, Tucker. And uh, it, it proves to be a challenge because now you have to think out of the box. In South Africa, we don't have organized uh, trapping goodies that our colleagues in the States have got. So we have to make a plan. Uh, in the case of Tucker, we had a lion trap out from one of the zoos. So you've got to really think out of the box. You've got to be an innovator. You've got to sometimes put your engineering hat on. So you've got to, you've got to follow clues. You've got to very right. much be a detective. So before we get into the actual specifics of the case of Tucker, the missing dog from East London that was successfully uh, found and returned to his home, before we look at the specifics, is this an expensive exercise for people who lose pets to get hold of you? Are you the only, uh, you mentioned there might be two or three other organizations. Are you the only organization up in Gauteng? Are there organizations in the Eastern Cape? Where would people need your service? Where would they go to and what could they look at spending? There are um, two other qualified pet detectives in SA. Um, one of them is in Gauteng and one of them is in Cape Town. So, um, and then of course myself based in Gauteng, but I travel I travel throughout SA. I go where needed. <laughs> it's an expensive thing. Yes, 
yes and no. Most of us pet detectors um, will adjust our pricing based on people's needs. I was chatting to my colleague in Cape Town earlier, and she said if people can't afford it, she genuinely will make a plan, and I'm the same. So it, uh, we, we try our best um, to make it as affordable as possible. Let's talk about Tucker's case now. Let's return to this. You were alerted. Was it via social media or did a, a friend or associate contact you directly? The dog itself, apparently the family moved into a new home. I think it was in Vincent Heights in East London. Yes. And it dug underneath a fence and disappeared the first night. Yes, so um, I, was, I was aware of the case uh, from social media. And then I was contacted by someone in Johannesburg going, we need your help. And then Je- I said to everyone, look, Jess is closer. She's in Cape Town. Then Jess actually reached out to me and she said, I, you're needed on this one. So um, I packed my bags, uh, loaded the bucky, uh, loaded three dogs, and uh, I hit the road. So I had the awesome backup from Jess in Cape Town. She was ready uh, to drive up if needed. Um, she couldn't get a flight, unfortunately. But she was on standby should I need her. So, yeah, it was was a combination of social media, personal help, and uh, a colleague uh, reaching out to me. How long did it take you to return Tucker? So, it took, I arrived on Saturday night. We spotted Tucker. And Tucker, I I wasn't the actual person to do the returning. I was actually on my way with uh, Bobby Linda actually caught Tucker. So, it took from Saturday my arriving to yesterday morning. Today, I think it was Tuesday. I've lost track of days. Um, so yeah, it, it, Tucker was out there for a week. Tucker was an Afrikaner's dog and had yes. just returned a week or two earlier from a shelter in Thunderbale Park to his family in East yes. London. Yes, so so Tucker had lived uh, most of his life in a shelter. He'd been at Purpose in Gauteng, and when the fire broke out, Valpets moved him over to their facility, their amazing facility. So yeah, so he went and he had that. Uh, Finally found a home of his own with Linda and her awesome family. And unfortunately, Tucker took another, he just, he found a gap and uh, he gapped it. Well, it would have been a very, very stressful time for him, not only moving to a new family, but moving from a shelter where he'd been for a number of years in an entirely different part of the country. Whereabouts was he found and located? As I said, the family home was in Vincent Park. Do you have an idea of exactly where he was spotted and and where he was uh, rescued from? So he was actually uh, spotted in Vincent. I think the road is Western Road or something. Western Avenue, um, yes. Western Avenue, that's correct. So he was he was spotted on Western Avenue, and he was ca- captured by Hemingway. Now, dogs typically in this situation won't come to humans. How were they able to entice him and, and physically take control of him? So normally they don't, but um, I, I think Tucker, Tucker knew that it, it was time to come in. Uh, I'm sure you, uh, you and your listeners have seen the video that's uh, gone over social media. As soon as Linda called Tucker, Tucker came over to, to Linda. Uh, Tucker knew it was mom. He knew it was time to come in. Now, there was some money raised by the East London community as well, which was very heartening. I mean, there are so many causes that need finance these days. And for them to get together and uh, raise, I think it was in the vicinity of around 13,000 rand to cover associated costs, that's quite a nice effort. Yes. You know what, it for me was very heartwarming to see the uh, the community. And it wasn't just East London. It was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a lady from the UK donating. So it became a very much a, a South African cause. Tucker, Tucker reached the heart of the country. And the reaction of the family when he returned, that must have been heartwarming as well. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, as you asked that question, my face lights up with a, a big smile. Um 
to to see Linda's face uh, with Tucker finally at home was it's why I do this job. Um, it's why we as paper takers do it. Um, there's no money in the world that can replace that sight that we get to see. And uh, doubtless they're going to have reinforced defences, so there won't be any more digging underneath them in future. Um, don't worry, that was uh, already done. A young lady um, who was there from the beginning, a young school child named Lacey. Um, her mom and her were very active. Lacey and I went straight to Hemingway's, um, and we got uh, we got the supplies, and the, the fence has been reinforced. We're chatting to a genuine pet detective on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann today. Thanks for joining us and sharing the happy story. Diane Logie, she's the owner of Healthy Hound Missing Pet Search and Rescue, all the way from Gauteng. Thanks for your time and thanks for your effort, Diane. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on your show. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.